0: Welcome to episode 108. I'm your host, Johnny Keith, and this is Actors 2020 Podcast. Today, we're going to talk to someone that I've actually known for over 30 years. Her name is Louisa Abernathy. She has more credits than most anybody out there. She's an amazing woman. She's been my friend for over 30 years. Let's give Louisa a call and let's see what she has to offer you. And here we go. Hello. Hello, Louisa. Yes. Hi, Johnny. Hi. Well, you know, it's Johnny Keith from Actors 2020 podcast. All right. So how long have you and I known each other?
1: Uh, you know, that's a good question, and it's been a long time. It might even be as long and I'm guessing, close to 30 years.
0: That's it. Yo, oh,
1: <laughs> bing, bing, bing. I love game shows. <laughs> what did I win?
0: Where did we first meet at?
1: Probably a class. Maybe right. even Los Feliz.
0: That's it. Los Feliz Theater of Performing Arts. Right. I, I remember I had just got here. I didn't even know where the beach was. I was staying in Alhambra, <laughs> and I was putting somebody's uh, some lady's garbage disposal in and i was talking hey i want to get into acting <laughs> and she said i know this place called the los Feliz theater performing arts and they have classes why don't you go check it out and that's where i met wow. you Oh,
1: how funny <laughs> i didn't know that backstory right well that was our game our friendship <laughs> long-term friendship huh
0: Right, so Louisa's an amazing, amazing person, and I must tell you, in 30 years, she has never, ever missed my birthday, ever. Every year, I get a card. It might be a day late. It might be late, yes. But never a dollar short. Matter of fact, it always has a gift card in there.
1: Sometimes a dollar.
0: No, but it always has a gift card for like 20 or 30 bucks for a coffee or something. She's a very giving person. Well, you deserve that. Right, so originally you're from St. Louis, right? Yeah, I'm a Missouri kind of gal. So what did, made you even want to get into this crazy business of acting in the first place?
1: My mother introduced me to theater, to musical theater, and especially dance, and I, I liked that a lot. There is an old saying I shouldn't use, but anyway, it beats working. So that was had a great appeal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can make money for less hours. I like that. Okay think I can go for that.
0: Did you start off doing theater in St. Louis before you came to Hollywood?
1: Well, I majored in theater so that was my major in college. I did some there, but my goal was to get out of St. Louis. Either come uh, to New York, which would have made the most sense, or L.A. But my mother also did. You know, really you should visit a place before you move. I thought, oh, what have novel idea. So I visited both and really, New York in many ways was a lot closer to my way of living. I'm a night out I love that it was a city that never slept, mm-hmm. but I also grew up in the cold and the heat, and um, when I visited L.A., I noticed there were fruit trees. I said, well, at least I can eat here if I get hungry. I didn't see any fruit trees lining the streets of New York. <laughs> 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 I could just see theater here, and movies in L.A. I've never regretted it ironically
0: enough. Yeah, I interviewed this comedian and the same thing. He was in New York and I said, what made you leave there? He goes, it's cold. (laughs) That was his excuse. Very cold.
1: And if I saw a rat run by something, that would be enough for me. But really, I would tell you, people will think it's ridiculous. I remember being in New York, and I did love it. It was raining. It was before Pooper Scooper laws. and Poop was everywhere. I can't walk there and watch every step I'm making. And really, that was one of the reasons. I couldn't handle it. It was just people have no respect for (laughs) each other. Right. So I came here.
0: So how did you get your uh, Screen Actors Guild card? You
1: know, it's very Fortunate in that I was a member of AFTRA in St. Louis. Somebody had a gig she couldn't do, and I've often thought, wow, we should have given up that gig because that's what got me into AFTRA. It was a radio commercial that never aired, and that's a whole other tale in itself. When I came out here, there was like a rule or a policy with SAG that you could join SAG if you belonged to the sister union for like half price, and it took me years to finally do it because I kept waiting and every year or two I'd hear someone say, they're going to drop that policy, they're going to drop that policy. And I know I didn't have full price, I didn't even have half price. And so <laughs> I eventually joined because I got scared because everybody kept saying they were going to end the policy. I had to take out a loan even to just join wow. that. But yeah, so I joined and no regrets about that.
0: And then what was your first SAG gig?
1: I was a big fan of Stephen Cannell. I loved his work, I just loved him and I had an interview for Riptide Mm. uh, Episodic. I'm pretty sure that was my first bad job. The funny part, really, although since I started this conversation joking about game shows, I played a game show contestant. She (laughs) is just in not (laughs) one. I just love that role. I love to live it and play it. So, So I'm pretty sure that's what the first role was on Riptide. And I had no clue about film or anything. Just clueless when they said cut I said oh I can go home now and the director looked at me like I was crazy Like, uh, talk to the AD he didn't want to address it because I didn't know they had to do different shots and close ups I thought you finished right time to go no it wasn't quite time to go but...
0: now that you brought that up about the game shows because a lot of actors they're here anyway and all the shows are filmed here mm-hmm. so you might as well just go try out for game shows and I know you've been on a few game shows can you talk yeah. about some of that
1: I've done quite a few, and some I don't remember because they're not on anymore, but I know there was a show called Sale of the Century. I've done Prices Right, Let's Make a Deal. You know, the thing with game shows, when I came out, actors couldn't do game shows. Okay. Um, and, and then a bunch of actors got together, made a deal that we would do game shows, waive all rights to like salary, because obviously you could make more in prizes than you ever could for an after rate. They love actors because we're going to bring them the right energy that they mm-hmm. need for a game show. It's a role. That's true. They don't walk around like I'm on a high. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me every day. It's only like if some money's involved. If there's some money involved, otherwise leave me alone.
0: What are some of the prizes that you've won?
1: I won a car once, even though I don't
0: drive. (laughs)
1: VW um, <laughs> Bug, Hollywood Squares. I remember saying, "Oh, it's my first car," and some of the celebrities started crying. They had no idea that I planned to sell that sucker and and uh live <laughs> off of that. Because I I reasoned I could keep a Volkswagen Bug and try to live in that, or I could pay rent for a year, and it was an easy decision. well wow. so I made enough money to basically not worry about rent for a year, and that was a true blessing. I won that and recently a trip to um, Cook Island in the South Pacific where I brought a contestant with me who I actually stole the trip from. She had it first (laughs) and I stole it and she got zonked. She got nothing. I sat there feeling horrible and finally I walked over to her and I said, you know... This trip is for two people. Oh, nice. Would you be my guest? Wow. And this is how you know you have a true friend. She was there with a friend, and a friend, before she could answer, went, she's a great travel companion. She'll be wonderful. She'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> such a good friend. Finally, the girl said, yes. And we just took the trip together, and she was a great companion. She was, I mean, if nothing else, I fostered the friendship. So um, that was a good choice. I have no regret about it choosing her
0: as my travel companion. So I'm on your internet movie database page and there's so many credits, so many credits. I'm just, just say a few of them just so the audience can let you know what kind of shows you've been on. So Cagney and Lacey. Game
1: show on
0: Cagney and Lacey. Right. <laughs> Doogie Howser, <laughs> Hunter, Full yeah. House, Roseanne, Seinfeld, yeah. The Jamie Foxx Show, ER, Diagnostic Murder, Merrill's Place, Friends, The Shield, Anger Management, Jimmy Kimball. You've been on Jimmy Kimball several times, right. playing lots and lots of skits. Gilmore Girls. God, I mean, it just goes on. You have, like, so many credits. Oh, my God. It's like over 33 years worth of credits.
1: I know. It's been a hustle. <laughs> but, you know, when you start out young, you don't, there's some things, you know, but you don't realize that it's important to work as much as you can as an actor so you can get health insurance and mm-hmm. back in the day. Health insurance was free if you made in 1984 if you made $1,600, which is a sad commentary about what actors make. That the majority barely make that or the minimum, let's say, 5000 right Now it's a lot more to get health insurance and it's not free anymore. Right. And then also something you never think about when you're young that each year that you make X amount of dollars, it goes towards your pension. When you're young, you're not thinking about 30 years later. I mean, that's the last thing you're thinking you're just thinking day to day i'm lucky i quit my straight job when i quit it i'm over 84 and that uh, i hustled and kept working because i gained a pension and sag and AFTRA and wow. um, it'll be a miracle that the next generation gets to do that because you have to make so much money
0: right because you might qualify for one year and then the next year you're out yeah, it is year to year. It's
1: a rough game.
0: Right. So one thing they don't put on the Internet Movie Database page is commercials. How many commercials do you think that you have been in?
1: I don't think I've done many I wish I really? could have I did some I did a few and and I'm grateful for them and I'm always trying to audition and book another because unlike some actors that shock me when I hear they snobs about commercials I'm thinking I don't and they're maybe living in their cars I'm thinking what are you talking about because it's not acting to them I'm thinking it could make you rich, you could have a life, you could have food, you could, you know, a commercial's a gift if you're fortunate enough to, to be in one, to book one. But yeah, I wish I had a ton. I don't have a ton, you know, a handful.
0: Yeah, so the apartment you live in right now is the same apartment you lived in for how long now? You know, I
1: think, and and if the owners had anything to do with it, I'd be on the street. I think I'm almost 40 years in this apartment. Wow. So. When I came here, I was the youngest person, and now I'm like the oldest. Everybody else <laughs> died and left it, it all somewhere. You're
0: the last one under rent control.
1: They would love me to go. They, I'm sure they're, and we have new owners, so I'm sure they're plotting right now. How to mm-hmm. get
0: rid of her. That's why I manage apartment buildings. And
1: that's why you're smart.
0: <laughs> I may be fixing plumbing and doing faucets and, you know, changing toilets and stuff, but I only pay 400 a month, so I can't.
1: Hey, you came with a skill. You were <laughs> smart. And if, if they don't hear anything else on this podcast, they should know it helps to have another skill. Because this can be very depressing, this business, when you're not making any money, you don't know where you're going to be, and every month you're worried about rent. And not that I'm saying go get another job. I'm not. It's just that too terrifying if you don't always know where something's coming from. But when you're young, yeah, you can sleep on friends' floors or maybe a car. What in the car, if you're lucky enough to have one, you know. Well,
0: they're living in their car and they're using it, driving Uber, doing Uber Eats or doing Postmates. You know, that's what they're doing these days, which is pretty cool. You know, you just turn on your app and you go to work before you had to get a waiting job and you had to get someone to cover your shift so you can go on auditions.
1: agree that's almost a blessing to artists whether they're musicians or actors or are writers or whatever they've chosen as their dream profession that you can have some freedom now and you don't have to lie to your boss you just shut down your app for the time you need to go do what you need to do i i, I think that's great that uber and lyft exist and
0: you've never driven here now because you've never had a car Right?
1: Right. Well, I had a car, as you know, for a minute. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> a minute. just didn't That's great. mean anything. That's so great. <laughs> but, yeah, I've never driven. Before I moved here, I took driver's in because I said, well, this is L.A. You have to have a car. And I just never, I just never took the test, never had a car to drive to begin with. And so it never happened. And at this point, because of Lyft and Uber and the bus and the oh, subway, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. That's mm-hmm. great.
0: Look how much money you saved on parking tickets, gas and insurance. I
1: know, I know. And and, and just the craziness of the people out mm-hmm. there driving. It's stressful. Know, that's- Yeah, very stressful. I let somebody else endure that stress. I play passenger. It's a lot easier.
0: So how do you work that out? Are you a master of the bus schedule? Oh, well, you got to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I had a bunch of schedules. I had a pocket full of schedules. But now there's something, a few somethings, but one called NextBus. It's an app. I don't need all those schedules anymore because NextBus tells you via GPS when mm. the bus is due so at least you know the bus is on the way because it's tracking it i know how to maneuver and get around it's a good thing
0: right but now with the uber
1: a blessing to everybody the riders the driver so grateful for lyft and uber yeah it's affordable
0: So, just off the top of your head, name some of the celebrities that you have worked with over the years.
1: The person I was most impressed with was James Earl Jones, because I did Gabriel's Fire. And obviously, that was probably most actors' idol, you know, to work with James Earl Jones, because he is a consummate actor. And Walter Matthau was my the Hmm. person I worked with. Most celebrities, they're really decent people. You might meet a few who aren't, but most people realize it's a job and their heads aren't in the Clouds, especially the older they are, because the more they work. But I enjoyed working right. with Jerry Seinfeld. He was so interested in what I was doing, and I had to look. So what are you doing next? I thought Jerry, I like you, and I'm going to another job. There's not another <laughs> job lined up. But say ask anyway. He had totally lost track of the struggle. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you leave here and there's another job tomorrow. No, not quite. But I loved him for asking. Acted like he cared. He becoming a better actor every day.
0: You had a scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Schwarzenegger, yeah. I can't say we had a lot of interaction. It was exciting to be on that shoot because it was a big budget shoot. I think for some reason, I'm guessing the director might have been Walter Hill. It was good to work with the director, to be honest. And of course, I worked with J-Lo on Enough, and Enough is on every week almost. I mean, it's almost like a series. (laughs) Enough! The the women (laughs) love it, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, <laughs> it's on all the time.
0: She's so popular.
1: I know. Uh, Speechless recently. That's Minnie Driver.
0: Right? How's she? Is she nice?
1: Yeah, she was a nice
0: lady. Yeah, she really was.
1: And Kirby enthusiasm with the star that, and that was fun because it's sort of improv. It's it's scripted, but it's also right. improvisational. What
0: about Charlie Sheen on anger management? Did you do a scene with him?
1: You know, my scene wasn't with him. The
0: Mentalist. Did you work with the the lead on that one?
1: No, but with one of the co-stars. I did work Rosanna a a couple of times back in the Mm -hmm. day when she and Tom were still together. And really, the second Mm -hmm. show, I'm sure I came back because Tom liked the character and brought me back. That's good. Yeah, it was good. And even... George Clooney I I didn't have a scene with George Clooney on ER but I worked ER a couple times and I think he was doing Batman at the time he was doing something he was getting ready to leave the set and run out and I asked for a picture I know the man was busy but he still took the time he did he took the time for the picture and really since I can not barely work a camera it didn't work and the poor man (laughs) oh my god I did get a picture I don't even know if a picture ever came out but I do admire him <laughs> for the patience <laughs> if he could have just That's... said no and here I am holding him up and they probably have a car waiting for him trying to get him to the next set but yeah and I worked with that Key and peel, both of them you know and they both are especially Jordan's having a great career right now so
0: George Clooney you're talking about so my uh, wife Denise her, she had a friend who was a makeup artist she's a pretty famous makeup oh. artist now working she does all Highway Mandel stuff everywhere he goes she's oh, the head cool. makeup artist for him so Oh, she used to do Facts of Life. So Denise was an extra work on there, and she has a scene with George Clooney when he was an extra oh, back in the day. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, George come a long way, long long way.
0: So on Friends, did you meet David Schwimmer?
1: Yeah, I can say we um, spoke a lot. Thing was with him as a, a playing a college professor, and he was teaching at the time and had a girlfriend, and we were warning him he could get fired. That was
0: a good one. <laughs> but like, is it must p- past her bedtime? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was
0: fun. So besides acting, it's like giving back because I've noticed a lot of times when you and I were together or as I was leaving, you were always like cooking or making food for the homeless and then going and donating your time and food to the homeless. Well,
1: that's a, a big for me. Really, because I am fortunate enough now to be getting pension, and Social Security, and whatever in my life, I would still like to win the lottery because my real dream is to, I, I become kind of excited about tiny houses. I watch the hmm. cable show, and I, I have vowed if I win, I will build at least 30 tiny houses. 30 a dent, but it's not a dent right. if you're homeless. <laughs> you're one of the 30 people got a home. And that's what I really would like to do. Build a few tiny
0: houses. That's the solution right there. They can just forget about all the laws and all. You just put some land and put some of those tiny homes on there. And there's some now that are even super, super cheap. They're not expensive at all.
1: I know they're not because I've I've been doing my little budget on it. And I've talked to friends, some of who were actors and they're now psychologists. They're working in social work and they told me that's their platform. So I know everything for a reason. I haven't won anything right now because I need my staff I need my co-workers that will help me because you don't do anything alone it's impossible Mm -hmm. and I do know that mental health is a big issue with people who are living on the streets and you're going to need that if you're going to put people together who are fresh off the street they're going to need some kind of support system so yeah that's that's still a goal and I still do like care packages I put them together and just when I'm We go out and just distribute, you know, basic packages with socks and washcloths and soap and toothbrushes and, you know, toothpaste, whatever I can throw in and just do that. And it's a dent, but it's something because that's all right. it still is a big thing for me. I still want to help with that.
0: Right. That's pretty awesome. You don't really go on Actors Access or LA Casting or any of those types of things to get work, do you?
1: Yeah, I do. Every day I check it. You
0: do? Every single day? Wow. Every day. Okay. A
1: few times a day I check, you know, because I know it's not about, at least I believe, being just represented by an agent or a manager. Most people I know who work, they work as a hustle, you know, Mm -hmm. and hustle is going on those sites and looking up stuff. And for me, all these years, trying to keep my name out there among the people who cast. And out of sight, out of mind, you really do mm-hmm. have to keep your name there, whether they're going to hire you when they see your name, your picture, whatever. But it's so easy to forget you because there's thousands of us, you know? We're like little mm-hmm. roaches, you know? <laughs> we just keep multiplying. And so you got to keep your name out there. I, I am always on fellow actors' case who aren't doing and Like, how are you? I mean, you don't have representation. What are you doing? (laughs) You know?
0: Exactly. Or
1: even if you have representation, you're not the only client. Yeah, I'm on it all the time.
0: Okay. Which ones? All of them or just a couple of them?
1: I do actors Access okay. and I do LA casting, those primarily. Okay. Every now and then I'll get an email from Casting Frontier, but right. I don't pursue that daily. I forget they're there until they send me something and saying I'm right for a commercial. You know, I've never gotten a response, but if it's, you know, like I said, I'd love to still be doing commercials, so I'm no fool. If something comes up and it's right, I'm going to grab at it because there are very few union commercials now. Right. The majority. Are non-union.
0: That's right. So
1: if something pops up and I'm right for this union, well, I have to <laughs> if I'll submit. It.
0: That's correct. Uh, Denise actually finally did get a commercial agency and did the pictures and all that. And now mm-hmm. she's ready to go. She's set up on everything. Mm-hmm. Not one phone call yet. Not yeah. one phone call.
1: Yeah, because it's, and and I have to, you know, my agent talks about it all the time, you know, one out of 10 union spots just killing that industry, unless you have an agency that does primarily non-union, you know, uh, commercials, that's all they're doing, because that's the only way they can survive. But yeah, it's difficult. But yeah, I do go on the sites when, but I don't actively, like I say, go to Casting Frontiers only when I see an email from them that I I'll click on. Because, I, you know, I don't want to spend a whole day on every site. It's just very time consuming. I know, I know. But I still check. And I I get bookings off of them because it's been 30 years, so people at least know me. You know, that's, right. that's my job to be sure that they know I'm still out there and available. So I do think it is part of your job to go.
0: On the site. So, if somebody, I know it's now what, the year 2019. So, what advice would you give someone who's coming in to Hollywood from all over the world, all over the United States? They're getting off the bus. What advice would you have for them?
1: Get back on the bus, <laughs> quick! <laughs> <laughs> Run! Don't walk! Give me the <laughs> Okay. I'll be nice. So the thing is, um, I think and I've known this for years because as you know, I did have a networking group. It's really important to network hmm. to talk to people who are going through the same trials and tribulations as you. And even though it might not be popular, but the point of networking is sharing. It's important to share stuff. You hear the stories all the time. I went on an audition and I took a friend. I wasn't right. They were there. They got the job, you know, (laughs) you know, but that's okay because that happens just because it happened to you happens in the reverse too. you were with a friend and they like you better than they like the friend and that's the way it works but networking's important. It'll keep you sane and being in class is good because it keeps you sharp. I'm always in hmm. class. I'm in at least three different acting workshops Wow! because I'm not working every day. When you're not working every day and you finally get out you have to be prepared somehow and the best way to be prepared is to be working on your craft so I do believe in class I don't believe in spending thousands of dollars for it. Acting teachers won't like that being hurt, but I I just can't see spending all that money. Plus, I majored in theater. I already spent my (laughs) money, thousands of dollars. So class and networking and making the right friends and trying to decipher when you're new in town who's really a true friend— so that you're not hanging out with the wrong crowd because you can waste a lot of time, not to mention your life that way. Those are important, and when you can, attending theater and watching what's on, not just to be a, a TV-holic, but to see what shows are on that you think you would be best for that fit you that you see yourself in and that's all homework and and just trying to stay grounded and also realizing that you might have to get a straight job because you got to survive and, and know that that's not your life. That's not. And, and it's the straight job. And it sounds funny to say that is doing extra work, because that's how I look at extra work and even standing in that's my waiter or waitressing job is not my career. It's the job survival job and doing those jobs for a little while at least, gives you some idea of what it's like on a set. You can actually learn if you're paying attention and you're not there to socialize. You can learn from watching the prose work. So I guess
0: that's my advice. Right, so if somebody wanted to find more information about you, how would they get in touch with you, how, and how would they find out more about you?
1: I guess, even though I'm not an electronic kind of person, a lot is on IMDb. And as it turns out, if you're alive, you're on the Internet, it's so easy to Google people and find out everything you ever wanted to know or you didn't want to know is there. But uh, yeah, I would say that IMDB is an industry directory in a way, you know, that's how people how people find you
0: well that's true well that's gonna wrap it up i think that's it for today so thank you so much for being my special guest star today
1: thank you i wish you all the best with this. this is you're a very really good interviewer i listened to one of your podcasts now i gotta go listen to the rest <laughs> 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 just because i was very impressed thank you daddy i'm <laughs> proud of you i'm very proud of
0: you all right thank you and we'll see you tuesday at two thirty for lunch sounds good thank you all right i can't wait All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wasn't she awesome? Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm Johnny Keith, your host, where we promote one actor at a time. If you're an actor and you would love to be promoted, just contact us at actors2020podcast at gmail.com. Now we're going to end this episode like we end every episode with something called The Lesson.
2: Because life is a bitch. Gee, really? Why don't you tell me something I don't already know? Cause everywhere I go, people tell me what to do. Hey, go to church, go to school, you treat me like a fool. Now, I don't need religion, culture, or class. You don't like that fact? Well, you can kiss my ass. Yeah, I'm white and I rap. You got a problem with that? Loosen up and don't be so uptight. Take it easy, Eve. Whole night, Yes, I'm psyched, I'm ready to get the show on the road I don't want to stop, cause I just might explode i tell you what, home twice I'm twice as nice Than any bad boy rapper called Vanilla Ice My lesson, yeah, is hip, in case you didn't know What well, I'm here to inform you, I'm better than snow I don't move, walk, or dunk like these Michael DeJays But I can hold my own, you hear what I say? Now listen, learn, cause here comes the lesson Lesson one Everybody sit down. JK is gonna take you for a ride uptown. Yo, this is the story of the Hollywood game. Choose your path, careful, you're the only one to blame Now when it comes to pot, crack, tweak, or blow Stick to the rules and just say no Because you're young, you're eager, you want in the movies Don't think you'll get there by giving up the booty Cause I'll use you, abuse you, throw you out like trash And then you'll discover that you're out of cash Now your heart, your soul, is somewhere on the shelf And you're walking through the streets now Talking to yourself, the lesson well, you heard lesson one, it's time for lesson two. You have a choice, and the choice is up to you. I came to Hollywood to be a rich and famous star, but for now I'm waiting tables and I'm tending someone's bar. Pictures, classes, ages, where the hell does it all man Every time I turn around... I'm starting over again I finally got a break with the five lining under My life was starting to roar like lightning and thunder The phone rings, hello, I'm casting a pilot My life's been out of control just like an L.A. riot I walked off the set, said to hell with this all, man The phone's not even ringing and my life is in the can The lesson yeah, final lesson here, of course it's number three Now remember, I'm an actor to be or not to be When the going got tough, I climbed into the bottle I'm back on my feet, now revving my throttle On the climb to the top, it's the same old games Now I'm kicking ass and I'm taking some names Clawing, scraping, screaming, that was a long hard crawl But it was all worth it, I'm a box off the straw Opportunity was there when I took it with a punch Not now, baby, but let's do lunch There's a big piece of pie and you should grab your portion You can be like me, enjoying fame and fortune. Boom! That's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Peace out.